Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and myself, Jonas Knox. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Good morning. Happy New Year. Hope everything is going well so far in 2023. Brian No and Jason Martin with you here on Fox Sports Radio. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. J-Mart, it has been a a wild football weekend, man. It got underway at the end of 2022 with the college football playoff. Two classics. We'll get to all the Week 17 stuff, but I would imagine you were a pig and slop leading right up to midnight. Now, you're central time, right? Is that right with Nashville? So it wasn't quite like, two, one, happy new year. Oh my gosh, Ohio State loses. So you had another hour until that happened, right? Yeah, although I was on air. Like I was hosting with Arnie Spanier during oh the second game. <laughs> so we were live. So we were actually reacting in real time to Ohio State, Georgia, and yeah, pig and slop pretty much covers it. Like I wondered, I wasn't sure exactly where you would start because there were certainly a lot of things that happened yesterday in the NFL. But I thought, I mean, as it, regardless of what you thought of yesterday's football, Saturday's one of the greatest days in the history of college football. That eight-hour span, those two football games, I'm still like what I was doing before the show was looking through my app for my cable system to see when they're going to replay those games so that I can DVR them because I want to keep them. Like I want to, I want to be able to go back and and relive those whenever I feel like it, because that's about as good as it gets like that. I I thanked all four of those teams on the air for the entertainment (laughs) and for the drama that they provided. It was so good, Brian. Like I, I, I'm a college football guy through and through college football in the NFL is, 
is is my thing and many other Americans' thing. And finally, the college football playoff didn't just give us one game, which sometimes you get one that's good, but almost never have you gotten two that are good. Uh, these weren't just good. These were all-time just classics. They weren't perfect football games for any of the four teams, which made them perfect because nothing, of course, in our world is perfect. Did you have the old-school VHS tapes just like a bookshelf of football games i used to do that all the time man and i was meticulous with labeling them like this is notre dame against west virginia 1988 Mm -hmm. no all that stuff yeah my dad my dad taught me that man yeah Yeah, he had had bowl games and he would have the score written on the label oh yeah like oh yeah this is the game where penn state you know x y and z that that's how i think i became a sports fan was watching his tapes like he would tape National championship basketball games from the mid-80s. I grew up in ACC territory or ACC championship broadcasts. I think that's what it was because I would find those when I was seven, eight years old, put them in, and I would watch them for months. And then I would go out and try to execute and, and like role play what I just saw as Danny Manning in 1988 with the Kansas Jayhawks. And that might be the biggest reason why I'm sitting here is because those tapes were part of my childhood. Yeah, very nice. It's so different now that it's digital, but you're right. Those college football playoff games, they were instant classics, and that certainly is whatever the equivalent nowadays to a VHS tape, however you store that on your device, on your computer, whatever. I want to be able to have access to it to go back and check it out. The easiest way I could explain what we saw on Saturday night with uh, with those championship games, with those uh, semifinal games, I should say, Ohio State scores 41 points, Michigan scores 45 points, and both teams lost. Like, that is unbelievable to me. That is, like, headline number one of so many bullet points of so many unbelievable things that happen in those semifinal playoff games. That's at the top for me. And then when you start getting into it, one of the surface-level things that I find fascinating, TCU entered the season a 200 to one long shot to win the championship. And just for context, to give you an idea of how long of a long shot TCU was at the beginning of the season to win a championship and now being one game away, those are the same odds, 200 to one as the Charlotte Hornets have to win an NBA championship this season. Those are the same odds, 200 to one as the Seattle Seahawks have to win the Super Bowl this season, and yet the Horned Frogs, one game away from getting it done, they'll face Georgia, of course, and that game, again, so many things. Georgia scores 18 points in the fourth quarter to rally past Ohio State. Ohio State misses the last-second field goal to win it. It was never close from the get-go. But I think when you compare both games, Jason, you look at how many times Michigan just shot itself in the foot. Two pick sixes, a fumble at the goal line, the Philly special at the beginning of the game. Yeah, that's that the one. Oh, work. That's the one, man. Oh, that, my that, God. The fourth and two call. Like, you're a physical football team, and it's early in that game. I, I thought when I watched it, it gave off the impression to me that Michigan was arrogantly just not taking TCU seriously. You're going to go for it on fourth and two. Okay, I, I can understand wanting to be aggressive and, and really trying to show TCU, yeah, you're in for one today. But why not just run downhill? Like, why are you trying to get crafty? You're Michigan. Michigan's not a crafty football team. That's not – when I think of that particular team and the way that they're constructed, 
constructed and the way they've won games that put and what put them where they were, it was not stuff like that. When that failed, it was just kind of like, okay, this is going to be a this might be a more difficult day because they they carved up the field on the first play with the big run, and then TCU is able to end up kind of stopping them right there in their tracks because they got a little cute. And but then credit to Michigan because even with all the as bad as that first half went for them. For them to still be in it, continue to fight, and then at the same time, every time Michigan would make a little bit of a run, you would think, okay, well, TCU's about to crack. Like, you can only expect this so many times. Nope, they just kept answering, Brian. Like, every single time, they would come back and score within a minute. That third quarter in particular of that game was about as exciting as anything I've seen in a very long time. I was at dinner with my wife and daughter for New Year's, an early one before I before we were going to go on the air with Arnie at nine, my time. And I kept turning around. I was just like, there was literally something happening with every bite I took <laughs> at dinner. I, they, they had a television, which I asked them to put on for me, thankfully. And I kept looking over. I was just like, this is, this is all time great stuff right now. Like it was, I, I didn't think when I left at halftime, I was going to miss anything, but my goodness, if I hadn't had a TV, I would have come back and not known anything about one of the more legendary kind of second halves we've seen in a very, very long time in sports. Yeah, the TCU-Michigan third quarter, those two teams combined for 44 total points in one quarter of football, and normally... The third quarter is the lowest scoring uh, quarter. I mean, that's typical the way it goes. It's a little more lethargic. It's more of a a slower scoring quarter. Not so much. Not so much in the first semifinal game. That was insane. But as many times as Michigan shot itself in the foot, compare that to Georgia. Can you think of a time where Georgia in that game just had a Michigan-type boo-boo you know like can you think of a a huge pick six or a failed philly special or a o-line it was not a work of art georgia's pass rush was on a milk carton all night they Mm -hmm. could not get to cj stroud and their secondary just could not match up it was a shame that marvin harrison jr got knocked out of the game he was sensational but he didn't play the entire fourth quarter but i can't think of anything even close for georgia as a Michigan, just one horrible play where it's like, what was that? Oh, that pick six just kills him right there. It was the opposite. It was Kirby Smart calling a timeout to prevent a first down on a fake uh, punt. That was huge. Like it's a, It was Stetson Bennett who throws for 398 mm-hmm. yards and leads a, a go-ahead touchdown drive in the final minute. It was the, di- the opposite of Michigan, even though it wasn't a work of art for Georgia. They made huge plays instead of giving their opponent huge plays. And I thought that was the biggest difference between Georgia winning and Michigan really assisting TCU with that win. Yeah, well, I, mean, I definitely agree with that. I think that um, C.J. Stroud and Stetson Bennett, who, by the way, had identical stat lines in terms of 23 for 34. Both of them were 23 for 34. I think Fields was 348. Uh, with four touchdowns, excuse me, uh, C.J. Stroud was four touchdowns, 348. Bennett ends up three touchdowns, the one very early interception, maybe the only blemish on his day. He had 348, three touchdowns, one interception, or 398. So those two guys were both playing at such a high level, particularly in the, in the second half of that game as well. But Stroud was on fire the whole night, and Stroud had a lot of pressure on him 
coming off the Michigan game and him saying and being quoted as saying, you know, the Michigan game is not my entire identity. Um, you know, I will be judged on more than just that, which you go to Ohio State and you say that. Some people are going to call you tone deaf. Some people mm-hmm. in the media are going to call you tone deaf. Nobody's going to say anything about C.J. Stroud anymore. Um, he got a chance to showcase exactly why NFL teams, there are going to be many NFL teams that are going to be ready to try and hand the keys of their franchise over to that young man because that was stellar stuff. And you mentioned Marvin Harrison Jr. Georgia in the national championship game last year, Jamison Williams went out very early for Alabama. He was definitely their number one. They had already lost John Mechie in the SEC title game, had Alabama. Well, Smith and Jigba decided, no, I'm going to go ahead for the draft. Barely played this year. He was a stud, obviously, for them. Marvin Harrison Jr. maybe was the best receiver in football, certainly one of the two or three best in the country. You lose him, gut feeling, Brian. If they don't lose Marvin Harrison Jr., based on the way the secondary leaked oil all night for Georgia, do you think we're having the same conversation today about Georgia TCU, or do you think Ohio State wins the game? Yeah, we very well might be having a completely different conversation. We'll never know, but Marvin Harrison Jr. was sensational. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the the next guy up wasn't, <laughs> right? But he wasn't like Marvin Harrison Jr. And uh, that's just football, man. That's the crazy way it can, it can turn like that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We might be having the same conversation. My gut feeling is we wouldn't be. But I always think this, too, and we'll dive into this a little bit later, Jason, where that last-second field goal, sometimes I'm just watching a game as a football fan in general, and I'm like, oh, wow, crazy ending, and that's as far as I think it through. And then every now and then something happens, like the missed field goal for Ohio State, and I think, what if that were my team? What if I'm counting down like three, two, one, Oh no! He hooked it left, and my you team see the video of the Columbus like bar. The, oh my gosh! No, I didn't see that one. Oh, you got to find out. It, it was online making the rounds. Oh. There's a video of a Columbus bar. They had a New Year's thing, and they were watching the game. They dropped balloons in the bar because it was turning. The clock was turning yeah. over. And they miss the kick as the balloons are dropping, of course, because it happens within two seconds of that happening. And the bar just went nuclear. They were so upset because here's balloons dropping like it's a giant celebration while their hearts just got ripped out because we saw a missed 50-yard field goal. I felt so bad for the kicker. I I also wondered why Ryan Day didn't run the ball a couple of times extra. I know they lost a yard, but... Right. Chances were they were going to get something, right? Like 50 is a long way for a college kicker. It just is. It's a long way for an NFL kicker, we find out. But definitely a lot of college kickers, that was just asking for it. And you saw it as soon as it went off his leg. That thing had no chance. Like it just – it was left from the get-go. It's really an unfortunate place for that young man to be in because everything was riding on his shoulders and I'm not sure he was given the best opportunity although Stroud had to do absolutely everything under the sun to get them that close and you can't ask for more than at least having a shot to win the game on your kicker's leg it's just it's heartbreaking enough for your team if you're a diehard Ohio State fan or just put yourself in those shoes as a fan of whoever you root for it's heartbreaking enough to miss the final field goal and to have that huge fourth quarter lead and all of that. That's heartbreaking enough. But to be like two seconds into the new year and you have a freshly broken heart 
You know what I mean? Like, that's just cruel. Yes. That is just cruel for the, the way it unfolded for Ohio State fans. I cannot get that out of my head. All right, we got a lot to do here today, Jason. We've got week 17 of the NFL. We've got a quarterback who's basically, he's scolding us right now. We've got to get mm-hmm. to a scolding quarterback that uh, is telling us, hey, what, what do you have to say right now? I find that to be very, very funny. That is on the way. I'm Brian No, He's Jason Martin. We're in for two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. TireRack.com loves tires, and since 1979, they've been helping people find the right tires for how, what, and where they drive. Their team of experts has the knowledge and the passion to assist every driver, and they're just a phone call or a click away. The website is packed with information, advice, and tools that make buying the right tires a snap, like the Tire Decision Guide. Answer a few questions and you'll get a personalized tire recommendation in two minutes or less. They sell only the best brands in the industry, like the high-performance Hankook Ventus Tire and the all-season Optimo lineup, the off-road-capable Hankook Dynapro light truck and SUV tire. Ratings, reviews, test results, and a national network of over 10,000 recommended installers. Free road hazard protection and fast-free shipping with delivery in as little as one day. In many areas, they even offer mobile tire installation that comes to your home or office. Tire installation on your terms. Game changer. I'm telling you, go to TireRack.com slash sports and see for yourself. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms apply. So the Packers are still alive, J Mart. Can't Packers get a 
Yeah, they are just, they still have a pulse and they control their path to the playoffs. They just have to beat the Lions and they're in. So they clobbered the Vikings yesterday in week 17. Green Bay won 41 to 17. And after the game, Aaron Rodgers made some interesting comments, right? He's talking about the critics and the naysayers and what now, basically. Here's a taste of what Aaron Rodgers had to say after the win. We're becoming a more dangerous team. And, I, you know, we've all seen some of the uh, commentary outside as we went from 4-8 and eight to 5-8 and eight to 6-8. and eight And nobody's worried about the Packers and blah, 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 blah. Uh, now what are you going to say? <laughs> like, to me, Jason, it's just funny. Because Rodgers is basically scolding the naysayers. It's like, dude, you were four and eight. You won 13 games, three straight seasons. You were four and eight. And now we're getting a now what speech. He's basically saying we're eight and eight. Now what? It's like, congratulations. You might sneak in to the NFC playoffs. You know what I mean? The winning streak has been nice. Four games in a row. It has been impressive, and a lot of people counted them out, and I get that he's got a chip on his shoulder, but it's just hysterical to me that they sit here at 8-8 eight and eight after four straight wins, and he's like, what do you got to say now, huh? There have been so many things that have broken the Packers' way. I'm just like, I'm good on the now what speech, Rodgers. I'm just good on all of that. Yeah, well, look, not not you talk about things that are broken for the Packers. Well, look at who they've beaten during this streak they beat the bears that's not exactly murderers row then they beat the rams then they beat i hate to do this to you but the dolphins who just they started to leak oil more and more in the last few weeks and the vikings are leaking oil the vikings if you look at how they've played against top competition they haven't been very good but here's all you need to know aaron Rodgers was quoted like five weeks ago as saying i'll play until we're mathematically eliminated Yes. You were a naysayer, 12. Like, why are you talking about us or people in the, in the media and people across the country counting the Packers out at 4-8? and eight? Dude, the discussion was about whether or not you were ready to shut it down for the season because it was a wrap after Tennessee and Philadelphia beat you in succession and put you in that 4-8 and eight spot. Like, don't get chesty now. Because you guys have gone on a mini streak. Now, are you dangerous? That part of it I agree with. But the rest of it is just, dude, stop rolling on spite so often and forgetting about what you said just over a month ago. We all talked about that on these very same airwaves right around that time period is, oh, well, are they going to shut him down and put in Jordan Love? Is he going to shut himself down? Where could he potentially play next year? It seems like he, he he might be done with this organization. The organization might be done with him. And now they're back in, and he's like, yeah, what are you going to say now? Like, why don't you ask yourself that question from five weeks ago instead of, you know, being all chesty with the media right now? Yeah, to me, the now what speech, if the Warriors had done that, right, with Clay Thompson, with the torn ACL and the torn Achilles and all of that. Now what? All you guys who counted us out and we just won a championship, we beat the Boston Celtics. That's a good spot for the now what speech. But when you crawl out of a four and eight hole, which the Packers have, and now we get the now what speech, I'm just like, wow, wow, okay. I get it, I get it. They were counted out by a lot of people, and that's pretty sweet that they now control their playoff path. But 
I mean, that's a good reason why there are a lot of people that are not the the biggest Aaron Rodgers fans right there. And you talked about it, J-Mart, the other side of this, leaking oil. How about the Vikings? The Vikings find themselves, they're a 12-4 and football team. They have gotten wrecked by Dallas 40-3. to It was the biggest win in Cowboys franchise history. Like the biggest margin of win. And then you have this beatdown against the Packers. And oh, by the way, that was the other team, the other game you lost by double digits. That was the the only non-one-score games that the Packers have had. It's it's against the Packers in week one that the Vikings have had. They got rolled by the Packers in week one. They got crushed by the Packers this past week. And they drop in the playoff seating. So if you look at the Vikings, they are now in the three spot and the the 49ers go up to that two line that's significant if the seating holds true the Vikings would have to go to San Francisco instead of hosting them I think that's significant so mm-hmm. Minnesota has been a weird year where a lot of positive things they're going to win the division they've already clinched the division 12 and 4 but man heading into the playoffs you're like this defense can't stop anyone no, they they can't. And again, I th- I think it's a it's a defense that would have been a lot better three years ago than they are today because they have some big names, but guys that are well past the best football of their careers. They've been outscored, as you mentioned, with what you were saying about their their previous stuff. They were outscored one hundred five to twenty seven against the Eagles, Cowboys, and Packers. So they've been beaten an average, according to Dan Graziano at ESPN, thirty five to nine against those three teams this year. They barely. I mean, they had that comeback win over the Colts, and the Colts look like the worst team I've ever seen. And and that, I, as a Denver Broncos fan, for me to say that right now, based on what's happening with my franchise, says an awful lot. But this Vikings team is going to be limping into the postseason. I don't know who's afraid of them. There's one guy you're afraid of. You're afraid of Justin Jefferson because he's a stud. And yesterday, Jair Alexander decided he wanted to take him out, too. So he only, only ended up with one catch on the game. Now, I would trust Justin Jefferson – but it wasn't a great day at all for Kirk Cousins. And the thing about it, Aaron Rodgers, we believed in all this. I mean, it's not like Aaron had some 700-yard stat line yesterday. He didn't have 200 yards passing. Their defense flummoxed Minnesota early. They scored all over the place defensively. I think Rodgers got his first touchdown and the first touchdown for that offense like deep into the second quarter before they got to halftime. The Packers just took what the Vikings gave, and it was a lot. Like, they, boy, if you had a bad Christmas, you look at the Vikings. The Vikings were Santa Claus out here for Green Bay yesterday because that seemed like it was easy. I, I, th- I was not surprised Green Bay won the game, not by any means. I mean, they were favored, and that's, that's kind of the way I thought it was going to go. I did not think it was going to be that dominant. I am out 100% on the Minnesota Vikings, although – they're going to get the opportunity to shut everybody's mouth the same way TCU has. Yeah. TCU got no respect. Uh, that has changed. Now, they're a 13.5-point underdog, and that's what they opened up against Georgia, but they're going to have an opportunity to play those narratives away, and so is Minnesota. They're in the playoffs, but they're going to have to prove it because if they go one and done, it's just going to be, yep, we told you so, and that's going to be it. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun when that rolls around. We'll get to another quarterback who – like Rodgers, could have played the now what card, but decided not to. Kind of interesting when you compare and contrast these two quarterbacks. We'll get to that momentarily. First, though, our main man, Kevin Wyatt. Got an update for us, Kev. Happy New Year, man. How are things? Happy New Year. Good morning, gentlemen. We had a thrilling day of NFL action on Sunday. The Sunday night 
football game saw the Steelers keep their postseason hopes alive with a 16-13 win over the Ravens. They were able to take the lead with just 56 seconds to go on a Najee Harris 10-yard touchdown reception. The 49ers were down double digits to the Raiders in the second half yesterday. They trailed by 10, but they were able to force overtime, and the defense made a huge play. A 56-yard interception return by Tayshawn Gibson set up the game-winning field goal where the Niners win at 37-34. They've now won nine games in a row. The Eagles had a chance to not only clinch the NFC East, they had a chance to take the number one seed in the NFC and get the first round bye that comes with it. And all that stood in their way was a previously six-win New Orleans Saints team. However, the Eagles played one of the worst offensive games of the season They had just three plays in the first quarter, two first downs in the first half. They did not score until the third quarter, and they ended up losing it 20-10. to The Packers blew out the Vikings 41-17. That game wasn't even that close as Minnesota, well, they had two touchdowns in garbage time, and what seemed unthinkable a few weeks ago has come to fruition. If the Packers beat the Lions next week, they're in the playoffs, regardless of what anyone else does. And at 12-4, the Vikings have been outscored by their opponents by 19 points. The Giants clinched a playoff spot in Brian Dable's first season with a 38-10 win over the Colts, their first playoff appearance since 2016, and Daniel Jones had an outstanding game, four total touchdowns, two passing, and two rushing. The Buccaneers come from behind to beat the Panthers 30-24 as Tampa Bay has clinched the NFC South. Seahawks stay alive in the postseason race with a 23-6 win over the Jets. New York has been officially eliminated. Lions maul the Bears 41-10 as Detroit. They still have a chance at making the playoffs. Chiefs hold off the Broncos 27-24. Patriots over the Dolphins 23-21. Chargers win the Battle of LA over the Rams 31-10. Jaguars blow out the Texans 31-3. And the Browns beat the Washington Commanders 24-10 in college football. It is uh, January 2nd, but whenever New Year's falls on a Sunday, that's when the Rose Bowl decides to play at 5 o'clock Eastern. It'll be Utah and Penn State. The other big New Year's 6 bowl game will be at 1 o'clock Eastern. It'll be Tulane and USC in the Cotton Bowl. Back to you guys. Thanks, Kev. Brian No and Jason Martin with you here. Here It's two pros and a cup of joe on Fox Sports Radio. Stamps.com teamed up with the post office to get the huge mailing and shipping discounts up to 86% off. It's a new year no-brainer. Save serious money with Stamps.com. Use code 2PROS for a four-week trial, free postage, and a free scale. Stamps.com, code 2PROS. I was just thinking about this, Jason. Uh, If you look at Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay beat Carolina yesterday. Tampa Bay wins the NFC South. And Tom Brady could have pulled an Aaron Rodgers. He could have pulled a, now what? You guys counted us out. You guys didn't think we would win the division. We won it. You know, kind of in your face. What do you got to say? <laughs> what do you have to say now? Can you imagine if Tom Brady said that? Because they have, what, the same record right now as the Packers. They're both 8-8 eight and eight football teams. And Tom Brady could have said, oh, oh yeah, you, you thought we couldn't get it together. You see my three bombs to Mike Edward, Mike Evans? Now what? Like, we would be crushing Tom Brady if he dared to say something like that after struggling to an 8-8 eight and eight record. And it just shows with Aaron Rodgers when he's playing the now what card, uh, just how much they've sunk over – you know what I mean? Like – 
I, it's just such a bad look for Rodgers to do that. I'm happy that Tom Brady didn't do that because people typically dislike Brady more, and they would be crushing that dude if he dared to say something like that after beating Carolina. Yeah, I mean, I think at some point when you're Tom Brady, you've been to the playoffs now 14 times in a row. This is the 20th time that you're going to be in the postseason as a pro. You've won all of these Super Bowls. You've won these MVPs. You're widely regarded as the best football player to ever live at this point because of all that you've accomplished. I don't think you need to to go there. And I think maybe Tom's brain doesn't need to go there either. He was 34, 45 for 432 yesterday mm. with three touchdowns. I mean, he yep. was stellar against a Panthers team that really had been playing hard for Steve Wilkes. Like, Steve Wilkes has done an excellent job, but the way that Carolina has, has answered the bell and not just completely gone in the tank shows how much they respect, how much respect they have for him and, and for their own abilities. But I looked at Tampa Bay, and I've looked at them for weeks, and they're just not interesting to me outside of the fact that Tom plays for them because I don't think they're all that good. And I think they're, that's also part of this. Like, whatever Aaron Rodgers said about I believed in all this, which I, I am skeptical that that's the case – I think Tam- I think Tom looks at Tampa Bay, Brian, and thinks, I don't know that we're that good, mm-hmm. but we're in the playoffs. Like I think he feels fortunate here. I know he is a confident player, but he's also a very smart guy. He's a very cerebral player and always has been. He knows they're flawed. He knows, especially on the offensive line, how much trouble they're in on a week-to-week basis. They really shouldn't have beaten a terrible Cardinals team the week prior, but they found their way to that win. They're 8-8. Eight and eight. They're in the playoffs by function of winning a bad division where they were able to get a lead on them early in the season and weather some of this storm. I just don't think that this version of Tom Brady is going to be particularly out there and chesty about this because he's realistic in his own brain. He knows they're fortunate. But the problem is, and you saw this with Ohio State, all right, so Ohio State maybe doesn't deserve to get in. You could try to make an argument for a bunch of other teams. Problem is, once you let them in, they can still win. And that's exactly where you are with Tampa Bay. When you've got Tom Brady, a lot of people are going to say, I'm one of them, you've got a chance. He gives you a chance because there's just something different about that guy, especially in the postseason. So, well, now somebody's going to have to deal with him in the playoffs. And that is much easier said than done. But I think that's part of it. I just think that he knows, looking at that football team, how fortunate they are. So you don't get particularly arrogant in those moments. Have you seen, my mind just went here, Jason, have you seen Cat Williams, the stand-up comedian, do his bit about the tiger who's in a fake habitat (laughs) and eating all this fake food all the time, and he's just waiting for that one opportunity to show that he's not BSing, right? Mm -hmm. And the one opportunity is like a a worker or like, I don't know, like a a zoo-goer jumping into his cage and yeah. <laughs> mauling that person, right? Like, that's how I feel Tom Brady is. Tom Brady has been in a fake habitat in Tampa Bay this whole season, and he's just waiting for that one opportunity to show that he's not BSing like the Tiger. And we'll see if the playoffs is that opportunity. If the seedings hold true, Tampa would host Dallas. Can you imagine if Tampa just puts it together for one afternoon and they get the better of Dak Prescott who's a turnover machine in Dallas 
Like the NFC playoffs, look at the Eagles. Look how banged up they are. Mm-hmm. We've seen crazier things happen than Tampa going on a run in the playoffs. I'm not running to the betting window to fork down a ton of cash that that's going to be the case, but you never know. But the thing is, going back to the fake habitat and why things have not worked out for Tampa, a big reason is what you hit on. The offensive line just isn't very good. They're banged up. And they couldn't run the ball yesterday against Carolina. They had 25 carries for 67 yards and one touchdown. That touchdown was on a sneak from from Tom Brady. They averaged 2.7 yards per carry. They can't run it. And sometimes the play calling's goofy. They just get away from the running game. But then when they go to it, they can't run it anyway. So that's problematic to win football games consistently. But Brady bailed them out yesterday. Three bombs to Mike Evans. Like you said, 432 yards. And he's there in the playoffs again. And that's not going to be the easiest team or opposing quarterback to face because we all know his track record over here. But I think he's just waiting for that one opportunity to show, like the Tiger, that he's not BSing. A couple of quick uh, sound bites. Here's uh, Brady after the win, clinching the division, what he had to say. Really proud of our guys and everyone on the team, coaches. We battled through a lot of tough things this year and happy to win the division. It's always tough to, to do it. There's, NFL games are tough to win, and you know we um, always figure out a way to keep them somehow exciting. <laughs> That's how his voice should sound after this season. Yeah. You know, it's just been a struggle. And this is Todd Bowles, the head coach, what he said about celebrating. I got 1% milk and I got a bag of Chip Ahoy cookies. That's my go-to. <laughs> That's like how he's going to be celebrating. Yeah. How would you celebrate that, uh, Jay Mart? What would be your go-to? I don't know. I, I guess it just depends. For me, it's probably going to be a good cup of coffee, but uh, maybe my wife's mint chocolate brownies. Okay, nice. I might rock that. And last night, as a matter of fact, we had a New Year's celebration with the family with the extended family and she made those brownies and milk was actually brought out of the refrigerator and there was a discussion held as to whether or not that's a middle age thing in 2022 oh, wow. if kids still appreciate milk with chocolate <laughs> that was the discussion we were having so Todd Bowles would have been right at home in our get together last night that's awesome do you get down with one percent two percent what do you do I think I think you just go with whole, at least in my case, whole, because yeah. you're going to get the carbohydrates anyway. I'm not as worried about a little bit of fat or a few calories here and there because I'm probably not going to grab the biggest glass of milk anyway. I mean, I'm fine with whatever milk you got. For me, it's just going to be unsweetened vanilla almond milk. That's what I'm going to – if if you give me the choice, that's what it's going to be for cereal and all those things just because of the health factor. But just give me the whole milk. Like, yeah. let, me, let me just go ahead and get it all done here. A solid choice. What, what did he say? Chips Ahoy? Yeah, that's he said Chips Ahoy. Get down. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that that's my cookie of choice, but look, yeah. you do you, buddy. Like, yeah. however you want to, you want to do that. I think if it was just a cookie, I'm probably <laughs> like, if I just have to get it off the shelf, Brian. What are you going with the Oreo? I, f- I still feel like the uh, Oreo is probably the one that I would go to first. I might be sliding like an El Fudge. Oh yeah, or something like that. Those are pretty solid too. Milano's. Do love- you want to go the Pepperidge Farm route? Yeah, I would probably go um, Pecan Sandies are oh, one of okay. my go-tos. I love those. Soft batch cookies, pretty good Soft as well. Soft batch are excellent. That's yes. an excellent choice. Yeah, those are solid. I can 
just picture Todd Bowles as like an eight-year-old with a big tall glass of milk and his Chips Ahoy cookies with like his favorite sweatshirt. <laughs> like, ah, we clinched the division, you know, just <laughs> sitting there just enjoying it, soaking it all in. All right, we got a lot to do. So much ball yet to be discussed. Coming up next, this team doesn't control its path to the playoffs, but don't be shocked at all if they end up there. We'll have some details on that for you. I'm Brian No, He's Jason Martin in for two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. How about the Pittsburgh Steelers, J-Mart? Huh? Nice win (sighs) last night. They beat the Ravens. Kenny Pickett with a couple of nice long drives, the touchdown drive at the end. Najee Harris with the winning touchdown catch. That was pretty. And just a street fight of a ball game on Sunday night. Pretty much the polar opposite of the college football playoff games, right? High scoring in college. And last night, it was just a back alley fist fight between the Ravens and the Steelers. But how about this too, Jason? You look at the Steelers. They do not control their path to the playoffs. But they have to beat Cleveland. And what they need, they need a little bit of help. They need Miami to lose. And look at how things are just going downhill for my Dolphins over here, losing five straight. That's possible. And they also need the Patriots to lose. The Patriots play the Bills. And the Bills mm-hmm. very well could need that game to lock up the one seed. We'll see what happens tonight against Cincinnati. But 
the Steelers have a legitimate shot. They started the season three and seven, but they've won five of their last six games. And here they are with a chance for the playoffs and also a chance to avoid a losing record, which has never happened in 15 seasons while Mike Tomlin has been the head coach. To avoid a losing season, that didn't even seem realistic a few weeks ago. And yet here they are, man. Got to give them credit. Yeah, you do have to give them credit. I mean, of the five games that you mentioned, Colts, Falcons, Panthers, Raiders who've benched their starting quarterback, and the Ravens with Huntley. Um, but at the same time, look, you can only beat who who's on your schedule, and you've got a rookie quarterback, and he's able to make a play for you late in that football game and do some things to help you win along the way. You know you're going to be well coached if you've got Mike Tomlin. Usually you're going to be at least opportunistic defensively. That's a very flawed team as Pittsburgh. I'll tell you, a debate I would love to have, and it's, it's not a riveting debate, is which team am I less interested to watch in the playoffs in the AFC right now? Like, there's no part of me that's interested in seeing the Patriots because they're just not exciting. There's nothing about them that's interesting to me outside of just the drama of, well, here's Belichick in the playoffs. Again, how bad is Matt Patricia going to mess this up Yeah. in terms of the offense? How bad is Joe Judge going to mess this thing up? The Steelers are not particularly inviting as a team. A lot of these games have been rock fights that they've played, but it's still the Steelers, and you know they're going to play hard. And then it's the team that they beat last night. Mm. Baltimore's not interesting to me either. Like, yeah. there's a, that, that's not a fun team to offense. The only thing that's interesting there is, is Lamar Jackson ever going to suit up for that franchise again? And that is a fascinating discussion, but that's not necessarily going to make for a great playoff game. You got three teams right there who all may end up in the postseason, and I, it's a little disappointing. I got to say, some of the teams that are going to miss out, I am more interested or would have been, Brian, in watching them play than in those three teams. Yeah, and the Ravens, it's the second straight season where yeah. their season is just disintegrating, and it's the second straight season that Lamar Jackson has been banged up at the end of the year. And, uh, man, you look at what has happened since Lamar went down. Look at these last five games against your Broncos. That's when Lamar got hurt. They had to scratch out a come-from-behind 10-9 to win against the Broncos. They beat the Steelers the first go-round. They lost to the Browns 13-3. to They barely beat the Falcons. Then they lost last night to the Steelers while scoring only 13 points. Their offense has been a laughing stock the last five weeks without Lamar. And here they are again with the season just sliding, sliding, sliding. Man, we got all kinds of ball to get to as we go along here. A little mixture of college and the NFL, week 17. Hang with us here. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.